Lights. Roll cameras. Camera one speed. Camera two speed. Camera three speed. And scene one. Scene one at one. Take one. And action. It's time for some B-rolling over with your host, Nathan. What's up, everybody? This is Nathan for B-rolling over. And the list for the Oscar nominations have been, are now out. And my goodness, is it that time already? Where, once again, most likely, we have these movies, some of them wonderful, some of them terrible, but hey, but hey that's what the, the Razzies are for, as in, as in the Raspberries. The Raspberry Awards. My goodness, my goodness. I mean, you could look at the uh, Oscar nomination list and you're wondering, they actually thought these were great films? Feels like more like a propaganda and agenda kind of thing. More like it. Hey, just because... <laughs> just because you're trying to show yourself that you're not racist doesn't make you look any better for yourself that you're blatantly showing that you're obviously racist, you're so worried about being racist, that you even make Black Panther end up being best picture. <laughs> But hey, what's new with the Oscars? Hey, what happened to that whole entire award that they made up for? What? They're not going to have as party Academy Awards? Did they just last minute just scrap it? I don't know, but... They mentioned about this whole entire, and everybody just kept on mentioning it, pretty much the Black Panther, guaranteed Black Panther seal Oscar winning award. There was a new award category. I didn't see on the list, but hey. So anyways, what's up for Best Picture? Uh, let me see here. Ah, yes, we have Black Klansmen. Yeah, that's... Yeah, there's a reason why that's nominated. You have another reiteration of A Star is Born, and for the fourth time, and it has more Oscar nominations than the other reiterations of A Star is Born. Ah, uh, what else do we have here? Ah, uh, yes, Roma. Yes, yes, uh, Net... I haven't seen Roma. I've heard positive things about Roma. The only reason why I know about Roma is it has been everywhere. Every single time I was watching a television program. Roma, 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 Roma. But but good for uh, Gabriel Rodriguez on being nominated. You know that that's that's a that's a step in the right direction by itself. So so good for her and good for Alfonso Cuarón once again. 
making a streak of making some fantastic films. But once again, I have a feeling these fantastic films will be kind of, to be honest, will be kind of be forgotten within a year or two. But if you ever see his films, just just trust me. Especially Birdman. Please go see Birdman. Please. Alfonso Cuaron has been on a has been on a hot streak when it comes to making films. So you keep on doing you, Alfonso Cuaron. <laughs> Let's see here. What else is up for? Uh, the Green Book. So pretty much either political agenda or it, it shows how entertainment is part of the art and how great entertainment is wonderful. It easily molds people's lives. Or you have a bunch of voters that feel guilty of the hidden racism. Because let's face it, if you see the Oscar nominees for Best Picture, you can kind of feel that. Vice, the biopic or biopic and potato potato biopic with vice about Dick Cheney in other words a exaggerated version that shows Dick Cheney of what Dick Cheney is and what I mean by that I mean the version that that a specific political party definitely enjoys seeing that light of Dick Cheney instead of trying to balance, you know, the, the, a little bit of the truth. It's okay to do some exaggeration, but don't have it exaggerated to the point of bias where you can tell it's one-sided one view politically-wise. If you make a biopic, you're trying to tell the story... Not try to make your own agenda. But hey, what do I know? <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about the anime the animation, the uh, the best animated feature nominees. I really like the list. It's definitely an improvement from last year's list, especially the fact that it doesn't have any weird out-of-nowhere films as as Baby Boss or Ferdinand. As I said, I knew that Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse was going to get was going to get the nomination. It had to, otherwise it would have a public outrage. But the list, it, it, it's good to see some of the films that, one of the animated features that didn't get a lot of love, and it's nice to see that's gained a lot of love right now, is a, is a movie called, I, I do believe it's called Malari, and it's a great anime. And it's not by Studio Ghibli, which is a rarity. 
So I might I definitely need to check out that film at some point. As well, I've seen Isle of Dogs, and and the only reason why I'm rooting for Isle of Dogs because it would be cool to have, uh, because one of the Spriggs actually worked on Isle of Dogs, and it would be kind of cool to know that a Sprig worked on a Oscar-winning movie. That'd be pretty cool, to be honest. <clears throat> but otherwise, I hope it's Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse. It definitely has shown an example of how an animation company, especially Sony Pictures Animation, can come back after a year a year ago, having the worst movie, worst animated movie possible, the Emoji Movie. And then to come back and to have Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, this magnificent movie that looks like a comic book in moving pictures. It's amazing. So, I do hope that Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse wins, not only because this was definitely not just the best anime movie of 2018, but I think it was the best movie of 2018. Yes, of course, I didn't see A Star is Born, Black Klansman, and those other movies, but I have a feeling I'm going to stick to that regardless of the fact that I even watched those movies. That movie, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which if you haven't listened to my podcast episode about that, what the heck are you doing? Please listen to that first and then come back to this episode. You're going to do yourself a favor. I even point out some stuff that even some of the fans in it even point out in the movie. This was, and it was a great fit. It was definitely a wonderful, spectacular, Fantastic, spectacular, amazing movie. But I just have a gut feeling that the Oscars are not going to give Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse the best anime feature. I don't. I'm sorry. Because this is Sony Pictures Animation. Not Disney. Not Pixar. I have a feeling they're going to give it to The Incredibles 2. To Pixar. Either that or Isle of Dogs to Wes Anderson. Because it's Wes Anderson. Hello, I just want to take a moment to say thank you very much for listening so far into this podcast. I really do appreciate all the support. And now, back to the podcast. So, with Black Panther, I'm not going to irate. I'm not going to go on a tangent about Black Panther. Alright? I thought it was an okay movie when I watched it. It wasn't it was an okay movie. It had some great moments. I definitely enjoyed uh, the culture of Wakanda. But I don't think it deserves seven Oscar nominations. 
I feel this is... If this ends up winning Best Picture, and this is the first superhero movie that ends up winning Best Picture, then I would feel sorry for the rest of... I feel that that would be... That would be the jumping the shark moment or frying the coke machine of superhero movies. And I think it would. It would show that even now, as much as I would be happy, you know, hey, Stan Lee, well, Excelsior, a comic book hero that I came up and ended up winning Best Picture for the Oscars, well, Excelsior. As much as I would like to see that, I have a feeling this would end up showing and demonstrating, obviously. That this would go to show that really the Oscars doesn't measure up on how well a movie is represented. To be honest, I, I think half the time they just look, is it part of our agenda? Is it part of our agenda? Is it part of our agenda? Let's see here. Part of our agenda. Hmm, Moonlight. A gay black man. Part of our agenda. Uh, let's see here. Uh, La La Land. Uh, it shows how Hollywood inspires people. Yes, that's on our checklist. It might as well be Oscar bingo, to be honest. Sometimes the movies that deserve the accolades sometimes doesn't get the accolades. But that's what's the interesting part of the Oscars. Not because of finding out who ends up winning the awards. But looking back five years from now. Or even ten years from now. Seeing whether this movie has lived up or not. It's just, just another reiteration. And it's just a carbon copy. And it just ends up being as forgettable as the other reiterations. Or will it somehow be... One of the few that actually stand out from the rest. Or how about a unique idea? An original idea? I know that's rare to say, especially with all the reboots, remakes, rebranding of Hollywood. But an original idea. Or you could tell that this project was nestled with care. And not only does this movie... This project with all these people, not only does it turn out that this ends up not winning the award, but it ends up living to the test of time till we somehow find a way to blow up our own planet Earth or Mother Nature has enough of us. And that still did not get in the award. It would show on how well the Oscars know of what really deserves the accolades for a film. Half of the time, they don't even care about the anime feature. 
And I'm not just saying that. I'm giving a hint. Hey, if there's any Oscar voters out there for next year that don't want to watch all the animated features, I would be happy to help out by giving a written report. You just send me all the movies. I write down your report, and that would be by your voting. I don't care about credit. I just want some justice. I, I just want some justice. Because I'm Batman. But. In all honesty, some, some of these movies, I definitely would want to check out. Especially the favorite. The favorite looks well done. It, it looks as a Victorian comedy. A Victorian age comedy with some drama mixed with it. And also, Queen Mary of Scots looks interesting. Come to think of it, when I saw Queen of Mary, Queen Mary of Scots and, and the favorite trailer side by side, they felt similar movies to each other. To the one that obviously has earned it. But it's usually given to the one that Either it kept on having a lot of advertisement for, for your consideration, or it's just this is a bigger company than this other company, so thereby this production company will obviously will come out the winner more than this production company. And especially for best documentary feature. Sure, they had Won't, Won't You Be My Neighbor on their list. It was actually a finalist of the list for nominations, and it didn't get in. This was the one documentary that everybody knew about, Oscars. Everyone. Everyone knew about it. Everyone talked about it. I guess it goes to show just because it was shown in theaters for a long period of time. And people thought it was a very important documentary that was needed more than anything else. I guess that's not enough. I guess apparently the Oscars don't want to be Mr. Rogers' neighbor, apparently. You know, that's fine. That's fine. Whoever ends up winning the best documentary feature, that documentary is going to end up being forgotten within a month or two. Won't You Be My Neighbor will be living on. Because everyone has been impacted by Mr. Rogers and his, and his morals and his... And his words of wisdom. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. I grew up with Mr. Rogers' neighborhood, obviously. <clears throat> so 
So with Netflix having 15 Oscar nominations, that's pretty good. Especially with the... Uh, what was it? Uh, I, it was something... It was a Western, and it had Buster Scruggs. But the reason why Netflix has a lot of nominations is especially because of Roma. Roma was made by Netflix. And... And boy... I'll definitely check out Roma at some point. I'm one of those people that just want to wait around till all the buzz dies down. <laughs> Especially during Oscar season, you know, just have it die down. And I go check it out, I'm like, huh, I guess this movie did deserve to win so-and-so pick. I don't know, I feel like the other one that I watched maybe deserved it a lot more. Oh, I can see the reason why this one. I see. I see. Yeah. I understand. This was the most boring movie ever. How did this win an Oscar? You know, it's just it's just kind of fun. After all the hoopla, you watch the movie, or if you're watching it with friends, and they're like, so what did you think of the movie? And I'm like, you first. I thought it was okay. Yeah, I thought it was okay. Well, I'm actually going to be one of the few people that thought it wasn't okay. <gasps> Blasphemy! May the power of Christ compel you! The power of Christ compel you! I don't think my friends would go that far, to be honest. They were like, alright, that's your opinion, that's fine. I mean, we're all entitled to our opinion. <laughs> we all have our own opinion. There were some movies that everybody praised. To be honest, you know how the Titanic got a bunch of Oscar nominations? I thought it was boring. Now, don't get me wrong, later on in life, I definitely enjoyed that, uh, Draw me like one of those French girls of Kate, Wins Kate Winslet scenes. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed that scene quite a lot, actually. Mm. But uh, otherwise, the, the Titanic movie itself was okay. I don't think it really... I can understand the reason why I got a lot of Oscar nominations. Number one, James Cameron was behind it. Number two, the set and production of the Titanic. Fantastic. You actually feel like you were on the Titanic. Number three, it was a it was based on true events, therefore technically it was a biopics biopic biopic. I'm I'm just gonna say biopic. Biopic. Biopic that's based around an event, but yet these two characters that were played by Leonardo DiCaprio and actually... Thank you all for listening to the podcast to all my lovely listeners and handsome hearers out there. I do appreciate all the support, and please give me your honest opinion on who you think will end up being 
end up winning Best Picture. Who you think was snubbed? Definitely Bradley Cooper was snubbed. And even maybe you could even say the Hereditary, hereditary Director as well got snubbed for for being at least nominated for Best Director. Because, my goodness, Hereditary is a really creepy movie. Well done by that director. And this podcast is brought to you by... Brought to you by the nonprofit of Industry Horror, where they hire people with special needs and on the autism spectrum and get to work on screen printing with some wonderful and great, uniquely designed screen printing on shirt, on shirts, on flannel, on flannel shirts, on on sweaters, on tank tops, and even on also hats, and even sell some accessories as well. If you need any screen printing, this is screen printing with a conscious. No matter how big or small the business, we they do everything they can to help out support local businesses throughout the community. And this makes sure by supporting Industry Horror, you will be helping out wonderful people with special needs and on the autism spectrum as well to find a way to help into not just having them work, but even gains to have individual lives as well. Please do shop online at uh, industryhorror.com. Also, also, if you are around the Ventura County area uh, coming up, there is a fundraiser. It's the Mafia Casino Casino Date Night that will be at the Ventura Beach Club in Ventura, California on February 7th. February 16th, and you can get your tickets now, a pre-sale of only $15, only $15. You can either buy online, industryhorror.com, or you can come down to the boutique shop off of 518 East Main Street and get your tickets there as well. Only $15, because, and I would do it right now as we speak, because that's a great steal of a deal of what, they will have at the fun raising event. There will be a silent auction. There's going to be some comedy. A nice, good old old fashioned Italian cuisine. Mm. Whether you have a date or bring your friends. But hey, you may never know. You might end up coming out of that fundraiser event with a day of your own at the end. (laughs) So please, come on down. We enjoy all the support. (laughs) And also, did we mention there's also some poker? 
Let's see if you can bring on your poker face. And also, there will be a silent auction as well. There will be trips to the Tuscany, some trips to, ooh, even Africa. Oh, you get to see the beautiful Serengeti in the savannah. Mmm. And also, I'll even be the MC at the event. So please come on down. If you are around the Venture County area, get your tickets right now. Steal the deal, $15. And come on down February 16th at the Venture Beach Club. We do appreciate all the support. And thank you, everybody, for listening as I'm... Be rolling over. As I'm Nathan for Be Rolling Over. Saying so long until next time. If you enjoy listening to this podcast episode, there is also... I have around probably around now 31 other podcast episodes that you can listen to. Now, and... And I suggest you also listen to the most popular one, as hard as it is to believe, uh, Star Wars The Last Poor Guy. And if you haven't seen the movie of Star Wars The Last Jedi, do not listen to that podcast. But if you have seen Star Wars The Last Jedi, I get in more detail with spoilers and even put my own two cents of what I would do with Star Wars Episode Nine. If you want to come in and contact with me, uh, if you have any questions or want to give out your criticism, uh, I have a Twitter. I have a Twitter account. Uh, please contact at Nate Dog Sports. I also have an Instagram. Uh, please contact Sportsbook Thirty Two. And thank you for listening. So until next time. And hopefully there will be more love for nominations for female directors next Oscar season.